Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome to Hidden Agenda. David Waterman is out of the studio today, so we have got a guest host. Dr. Gene Goix is in the studio today. And uh, by the way, our show is brought to you. <laughs> our show today, Hidden Agenda, brought to you by Executive Properties. Are you still putting off that project around the house that's been bugging you forever? Do you think you can wait until spring and call a contractor and have the work done ASAP? Well, good luck with that. Executive Properties has openings right now to get that project done. In fact, you can check out their Google reviews. Aaron says Chris and his team did a spectacular job on the damage to my aunt's garage and siding. Kept us up to date on the progress and the finished product was amazing. Thank you for your professionalism and hard work. Hey, get that project done sooner than later. Call Executive Properties, 701-330-1273. Make sure you call Executive Properties, too, about uh, snow removal. It's not that snowy out, but uh, you know what? We live in the tundra, and it will be. Uh, Dr. Gene Gullix is here, and, and, and I'm just going to pan around quick because we got a whole studio full of people, too, but uh, we'll get to them uh, right now. If you have any questions or comments, feel free to call or text our number here at the studios of Grand Forks Best Source or 701-213-0863, 713 and before we get much further, let's do it. Our daily segment called Jokes My Neighbor Tells Me. Here we go. Jokes My Neighbor Tells Me. Um, did you hear about the kidnapping at the high school? Uh, there was a kidnapping at the high school. Um, it's okay, though. He woke up. <laughs> the kid was napping at the high school. And <laughs> I don't think they like that one, Paul. Uh, anyway, I'm going to go through uh, my little monologue like I like to do uh, during Hidden Agenda. Uh, Sleepy Joe's disapproval rating, 46%. His approval rating now at 42%. I think it actually went up just a, just a little teeny bit. Um, let's see. Um, oh, did you hear about this guy named Russell Douglas Warren? He's a 48-year-old Michigan man, lives in the state of Michigan. Uh, he has been charged. I didn't read too much into it, but he's been charged after threatening to hang Biden and Kamala Harris and bomb Washington, D.C. Now, you got a couple of them right, but I'll leave it at that. Um, also, uh, the White House press secretary, um, some of the other people in the studio saw this, Karine uh, Jean-Pierre. Uh, this is so funny because, well, it's not funny. It's tragic. Uh, we lost three U.S. soldiers uh, in that drone attack overseas. Now, she says the three U.S. troops killed in the drone attack died fighting for the Biden administration and not for America. Now, if you would have seen her when she said this during the press conference, she mumbled and stumbled her way all the way through it. She sounded like she was hammered. Uh, but anyway, she was they're fighting for the Biden administration. Um, I can't believe that. Um, uh, also, some things I wanted to talk about. Um, I want to con compare things with uh, the last day under Donald Trump uh, compared to today under Joe Biden. Uh, we're going to start with the inflation rate was 1.4 percent with the last day of, Joe, of uh, Donald Trump in office. Uh, today under Joe Biden, it's 8.3 percent. Uh, gas prices in the Trump era, two dollars and thirty nine cents a gallon. Average price now three seventy six. Thirty year mortgage rates two point six five percent. Now under Biden seven point oh eight percent. They are going down a little bit. Average rent prices back in the day sixteen hundred and twenty five dollars. Now two thousand thirty nine. Uh, in Trump's days, the Nasdaq uh, Nasdaq was up thirteen thousand three hundred and forty two. Now it's down. 10,829 about grocery prices increased 3.7% under Trump. Now they've increased 13.5%. Electricity rose 1.5%. Everything goes up. 
1.5% under the Trump administration, uh, 15.8% under Joe Biden's rule. Uh, real, uh, real average hourly earnings increased 4% under Trump. Uh, real average hourly inner, uh, earnings increased 2.8% only uh, under a wonderful president that we have now, Sleepy Joe. Um, and finally, um, I'm, I'm just going to get this out there. Some people finally got their way. Uh, Circle of Friends Animal Shelter is going through a major overhaul right now. We will wait and see. But um, <clears throat> again, like I said, uh, some people got their way. I still think it's a service that uh, Grand Forks needs to have, and uh, it will be um, missed as we had it before. Hopefully things don't get uh, too more messed up. Uh, thank you, people. Uh, there you go. All right. Uh, welcome to the studio. Here we go. Dr. Gene Gullix is in the studio today. And how are you? I am doing well, thank you. It's been a while since I have got to see you. Yes. Um, first off, if, if people here, uh, our listeners, our followers don't know who you are, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Well, I am, I have many hats these days. Okay. I, I'm a nurse practitioner mm-hmm. working in mental health, and I am actually retiring March 1st. Are you? From that position. Well, here, we better give you a little round of applause. <laughs> so there's one last hat coming up that you'll be wearing. Yes. Okay. Okay. I am the director of our new school, Life STEM Academy Mm -hmm. in Grand Forks, and I will talk to you a little bit about that and why we started it. Mm -hmm. And I am writing a book. It's ready to go to the editor in another three or four weeks. Oh, wow. So. And uh, it's not about me, obviously. No, I haven't seen you enough to write about you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Can you you give us an idea what it's about? Yeah, it's about... um, how how parents can identify and raise a child with hidden disabilities. Okay, okay, sure. And it's based on stories and memoirs of raising our youngest son. Oh, okay. Who had multiple hidden disabilities, learning disabilities, colorblind. Oh, wow. Um, sensory integration problems, and now is very successful. Okay. So giving a lot of tips to parents from my years of counseling as well as from raising him. Mm-hmm. It's not like back in the day where... Um uh, he's just dumb and a slow learner. You know, put him back in the corner and, and he'll catch on. Uh, things aren't that way. No, they're not that way. But they were for yes, his yeah. dad and his grandpa. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so there's a contrast there. Absolutely. Okay. Um, and and now with the Life STEM Academy, and, and I'm only going to speculate uh, here, Dr. Gene, but um, during COVID and during, well, our wonderful president, um, let's face it, public schools have changed. A lot. A lot. Um, I mean, do we want to go to the uh, who wants to use what bathroom? How do I identify free feminine hygiene products, boys and girls bathrooms? Um, And then the fact of what they're teaching our kids or not teaching our kids. Um, It's funny because um, last week, I think it was, we had uh, North Dakota representative Claire Corey on uh, on the show. and, And she was one of the sponsors of the school choice bill, uh, which I think was a great thing. Pull your kids out of out of uh, you know regular school if you want public school. There's still money available out there to send them to a private school or what you're doing. But um, is, is did it kind of all start around then, or were you guys already have this in the works beforehand? No, we did not. We only had it in the works a year ago. Um, we have prayer meeting every Monday night at my house, and we were praying about the children and the parents and how to help the parents raise the children the way they wanted to. And I heard or felt we had to wrap around the parents and make it possible. Mm-hmm. So that was 
in October, the next August, we opened our doors. Wow. So it went fast. So how many students are enrolled? We have 16 right now. Okay. Grades, um, if we graded, they're not on grades, but level two. Sure, sure. Two through starting seniors. Okay, okay. Now, if somebody, if they are not happy with our public schools, they want to send a child there, possibly next year or whatever, um, is there help available, money available? What's the cost? Um, Is it something that more people should be thinking about? Definitely more people should be thinking about it. Um, We're changing the tuition fees Mm -hmm. schedule because that's our only income. Sure, sure. Um, So I'm not sure what it's going to be. It's around Mm -hmm. $4,000, $5,000. It's 12 months, but the school days, two days a week, and then we send work home and and support the parents on the other three days that need it. Okay, but uh, they still go in the summer. They can. Okay, okay, okay. Um, and, and, And so far... So good. Well, we got a lot of people coming here looking this way. Are these your people? <laughs> uh, yep. Oh, okay. Okay. That's the older kids. Yeah. Um, you can go ahead and open. You can unlock the door as long as they they don't yell and try to mob us. How's that? Yeah. Um, but your students look like they're pretty normal, pretty happy, <laughs> pretty average. I don't know if they didn't like my jokes, but um, so far so good for you guys over there. Yes, it's been going really well. These kids are <laughs> exceptional. Mm-hmm. Um, I have with me the elementary kids, and we have second through fourth grade if we were doing grades. Uh, we have advanced. We have some that need extra help. Um, the high school kids, the same way. We just moved a girl that was probably would have been in sixth grade in public school, mm-hmm. seventh maybe. Oh, moved okay. Her, moved her up to the higher math class. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, and there's more than one of that. We have, um, so we individualize, but they're in with their peers. Mm-hmm. Then we have sessions where the younger kids are in with the older kids. Okay, okay. Now, let's face it, Dr. Gene, a lot of the times, um, now all of a sudden, and, and I'm just using your school for an example now, uh, when this happens, it's usually because the kid is is um, not good in class, not a good learner, whatever, whatever. That's not the case here. This is just people that are sick and tired of not going to school and getting their education and going to a different school, having a different choice, not being force-fed all of this stuff that you do not want your kids to have to learn and have to sit through, um, whether they like it or not. Um, it's more about that. It, it's not, well, this is our only option left because no other school will take the kid. Right, right. Um, but like all the kids in America after COVID, mm-hmm. they came in behind. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. Because the... The proficiency is about 31% in 11th grade math, not in my, not with our kids necessarily, but nationwide. Mm-hmm. And the graduation level is dropped significantly, about 69% at graduation are proficient in, are not proficient in math. Um, they have not had English grammar. Um, History has been twisted. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, <clears throat> look at what's going around the United States. Um, you can you can talk about history all you want. It's history. That's what it is. It's the past. It's history. Don't erase it. Whether it was good or bad, it is still part of our history. Now they're knocking down all these statues, and they're doing all of this stuff. I mean, no, but it's okay to knock down the the, the statues of our history, American history. Uh, but then let's put one up of George Floyd, who is supposedly a hero to some people. Uh, he was a methed out wife beater, woman beater, who broke the law continuously. And, and I'm not saying 
it was okay for him to lose his life because it absolutely wasn't. But holy buckets, um, what is our government think? What would our founding fathers think right now? I mean, if it's crazy. Um, let's see. There's a 50-year-old male competing as a 15-year-old girl in swimming competitions and shares their locker room. Oh, you got to love that. Uh, Elizabeth, probably from the MMR vaccine. I'm not sure what that was answering. From the MMR vaccine? Is she, is she saying that it's causing delays? Oh, that could... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's, I, it's not the reason. No, no. Now, our... our well, superintendent of public instruction. Um, everybody thought that uh, Kirsten Baszler was doing such a great job uh, for all this time. You know, she's a shoe in to get it again, blah, blah, blah. But the more parents you talk to, the more people you talk to, she's not really doing that much for no. education in North Dakota, is she? No, she's not. And she's a strong supporter of Common Core, which actually started in 1990-something. Mm-hmm. Um, now states are withdrawing from it. There's 41 states. It was in 2009, I'm sorry. 41 states were in it, have been withdrawing from it. Because it's not about what Common Core is. It's about teaching math and language arts and, and history. But they're not doing that. Mm-hmm. So, for example, she had $16 million for Common Core and spent $13 million supposedly on school summer lunches. Oh, boy. So they're fine. They have a research committee out that has found out where some of this is going. But here's an example. My son is a a physician, Uh a medical doctor. His son brought home a third grade math worksheet. He couldn't. He flunked it. Really? My son flunked it because he had didn't do all the steps of solving math problems. Oh my goodness! So it was a lot of trying to improve, but it actually failed had nothing for special needs students everybody's kind of at the same pace yeah yeah, yeah. um you know uh dr gene you mentioned um the lunch program and stuff at in uh, north dakota but um i'm a minnesota resident and my gosh you think things aren't good here uh you got to live on the other side of the river our wonderful government um now has made it uh free lunches to every every kid in school in minnesota gets free lunches now whether the family can afford it or not um, I, I'm, I was one of those kids, um, back in the day I got free lunches and it was a different colored lunch ticket. Uh, I was embarrassed. So I didn't eat yeah, lunch. Right. I, I just didn't eat lunch in high school. Um, I was on a, enough sports team. So I got lucky enough to eat here and there during lunch, but now it's for everybody. Okay. So, I, and it's to stop the embarrassment, yeah. but come on, there are other ways around it. Give them the same ticket, you know, or something, but we're also losing money because there's a lot of people that are going, okay, I got four or five kids. Okay, I'm going to save myself 80 bucks this week just on lunches alone. And anyway, um, I tell you what, we're, before we get too deep into this, I, I just want to take a, a little bit of a break here. Uh, I want to talk about something that I love talking about and I don't go in there enough because I won't ever leave. And that's over Heaven's Cakes. Uh, best cupcakes, cakes, whatever you want, anywhere around here. Uh, whether you got a big special occasion coming up or maybe you just want some good sweets, walk in to find out more. But I'm warning you, like I said, you're not going to want to leave just because of the odors and the smells and the wonderful smells in there. They're open uh, Tuesday through Friday, 10 to 4. Saturdays, 9 to noon. Call them up, 701-757-CAKE. You can also email them at uh, Cakes at yahoo.com. Hey, be a beautiful cupcake in a world full of muffins. Oh, for Heaven's Cakes in the Grand Cities Mall, we have got... 
Dr. Gene Goex with us, uh, talking about all kinds of things, uh, including Life STEM Academy. It's uh, something new here in the Grand Cities. And um, before we get really deep into this, we introduce some of these guys here yeah. quick. Like, um, uh, how about you can? I'll let you lead the way. We'll start over here. This is Xander. Say something, Xander, right into the microphone, buddy. <laughs> Xander, how old are you? Eight. Eight? Okay. Do you live in Grand Forks? Yeah. Yep. Uh, what's your favorite thing to do? Mm, I don't know. You don't know? Pokemon. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're a big Pokemon guy, huh? Okay. Mm-hmm. And who are you? Me? Yeah. Can I speak in- Put it right up to your face, buddy. To my face? There you go. Yeah. So, um... What's your name? I'm Zemek, Baka Baka, and uh, if you don't know me... You probably have seen me on YouTube, Bible oh. Boy Six One Four Seven. You probably have seen me, probably not. If you haven't, please. If you you can type it, if you can type it if you want right now, if you have time. But um, yeah, I'm happy to be here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's your favorite thing to do besides YouTubing it? Um, we'll say that. Soccer. Yeah, soccer. Soccer is one of my best hobbies. Well, it is my best hobby because. Uh, yeah, soccer. Watch a lot of matches, and um, I actually go to UND Performance Center. Okay. So that's where we practice soccer from. Um, it was from seven to eight, but we usually come there early. So okay, uh, we usually come there at like five thirty, five forty-five, just so that uh, we can get dressed and uh, we can get ready just to walk and in, march into the field. Nice. <laughs> and, uh, just march into the field, and you're already ready to play. Hey, um, how old do they have to be to be an intern for us there, Paul? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> he, he, maybe maybe we'll get you to come and do some work over here. Uh, okay, what's what's your name there, buddy? Ronan. What's, what, what's, your, what's your name? Ronan. Okay, Ronan, how old are you? Eight. Eight, and do you live in Grand Forks? Um, yes. Yeah, yeah? Mike, I live in the country. Do you? Which, which direction, do you know? North, south, east, or west? Really. Okay. Do you have any brothers or sisters? Um, yes. Yeah, yeah. What's your What's your dad do? Um, he works for ICS. Oh, okay. He's a construction guy. Yeah, what's your favorite thing to do? Um, I like to do fishing and video games. Ooh, you're a fisherman, huh? What's your favorite kind of fish to catch? I don't know, catfish. Oh, boy, we've got something in common. Does your, does your dad catfish? Um... So. Okay. Tell him to get a hold of me this summer. We'll take you catfishing. I go out all the time on the river, okay? I'll show you some big pictures when we're done here. And what's your name there, kid? Harrison. And uh, how old are you? Ten. Ten? You like to sing, don't you? Mm. <laughs> that was funny. You're not a singer? No. No? Are you always this quiet? Nope. Boy, do you see that stare down he's giving me? <laughs> yeah. What's your favorite thing to do? Uh, probably use Rubik's Cubes. Yeah. Oh, really? Okay, okay. Uh, are you pretty smart? Absolutely. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Uh, uh, that, that's cool. Um, how do you guys like going to the school here? Do you like it? Yeah. Yeah? How about you guys? Mm, it's good. It's fine. It's just uh, we're learning pretty much... Um, Jesus stuff, yeah. Uh, this school is pretty good because actually we have an opportunity to 
listen to the Word of God in chapel and uh, French. It's very nice. <laughs> I love French. Do so, you? Mm, yeah. And um, how about your yeah. math? Math. You like French better? <laughs> uh, pretty he's, much, yeah. I like French, but um, I'm pretty good at math. I mean, are you? Uh, I'm horrible at math. Um, pretty much all the math signals, like uh, addition, subtraction, multiplication, and division. Um, like if you tell me, uh, let's say, <laughs> like if you say two times two divided by twenty is ten, because it's like. Two, well, how many times can two enter ten, two, two enter twenty, and that's ten times? So, um, kind of like multiplication in a way, but okay. Yeah. Um, can you spell Czechoslovakia? What is that? Okay, forget it. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Now, Doctor Gene, and uh, thank you guys for talking with me. Are we since what went down here a couple of years ago? Um, and you know, there's always this big threat that uh, that you know we're we're gonna get COVID is coming back, and there's another strain, and blah 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 blah. Um, Life STEM Academy are a lot more schools starting to pop up like this now, um, because yeah. I mean, let's face it, it was it was kind of funny, and but it's not funny. Um, back during the pandemic, uh, uh, let's see, school board meetings. Uh, city council meetings, and I've said this a million times, grab a case of beer or a bottle of pop and a bucket of popcorn because here we go, the crap show is about to start. And that's what it was turning into. Um, Nobody wants to watch that. It it was to the point where some of these people on these these boards were acting like they were untouchable, uh, didn't want to hear anything. You know, I don't care if I'm teaching your kids. It's just... You know, yeah. it, it can't be that way. Uh, those people are those are elected positions. Yeah. It's not like you apply for it and they give you the job. You're elected by your peers to do what they ask you to do or to fight for what they ask you to fight for. And that just kind of all got thrown out the window. Well, yes and no. It's still going on in some places. Mm-hmm. Um, I spoke to both the city council, mm-hmm. the school board, the Senate in Bismarck all sorts of different places. I have never been treated as rudely as I was at the school board meeting. Is that right? Forks in the city council. Yeah. The senators, it was a small committee, and they were not much better. They didn't want to hear. They weren't interested in facts. Um, they actually interrupted before my time was up and told me I was done. Really? It was uh, rolling eyes, just oh, absolutely not wanting to hear. Oh, boy. Yeah, you roll your eyes at me. Oh, I don't like that at all. No. And, and I am educated in child development yeah. and education, taught at the university, you know, nurse practitioner, and they had nothing, no respect for me yeah. and others that spoke. So that's partly where we got a lot of information in getting ready for those talks and realized what was going on in the schools. Um, so the parents want their kids pulled. There are more and more schools starting. There mm-hmm. are more and more children that are being homeschooled, but they are not comfortable with the science Yeah, and sometimes with the math. Right. And so we have incredible faculty. They're all volunteers. Um, one was my husband, who was department chair of engineering before he retired. We okay. have a psychiatrist. We have... Uh, doctorate in education and a pastor, uh, chiropractor, professional artist. Wow. So a lot, 
lot of really talented sure, um, sure. faculty. It's, yeah. Um, Mary says, we attempted to reach school boards with what was happening, and they were insulting to us. Um, and, and hearing that and, and hearing you, um, it's probably the thousandth time I've heard that. It's been a while yeah. since I've heard it because, you know, I'm just guessing that some of these like school boards, uh, I'll point the finger at them for the rest of the conversation here. They're probably glad that the pandemic's done because it took some of the heat off of them. You know, now, now they can just go back to doing their mediocre job. Um, I know somebody over on the other side of the river that ran for school board because of what you're talking about. And mm-hmm. thank goodness she won. I thought she's a great candidate. But, um, yeah, the rest of them could just go back to doing their yeah. mediocre, if that, job. Yeah. And there were a lot of um, conservative people running for school board here, but none of them were voted in. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the the switch has been now it's switched from COVID to pornography. Oh yeah. 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 And they've had, um, not necessarily in Grand Forks, but in the state in other States, a sixth grader read a book that he was given by the library to take home and read and asked if he wanted more than one. And they stopped him because it was so pornographic. That is absolutely uncalled for. Yeah. And then we can go to the bathroom in the girl's bathroom too, if you're a boy and vice versa and all that kind of stuff. It, <clears throat> Xander was talking about that. He said he heard that some girls can go in the boys' bathroom. And he said, I don't want to no. see any girls. No. 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 You don't want girls going in your bathroom, do you? Oh, that's nasty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's nasty. Very nasty. Xander was talking about what if he had to go back to public school. Can you tell him what you said? easy to go back to public school. I mean, they don't teach you very well. Oh, okay. So would you be ahead or would you be behind? Way ahead. Yeah, and when you didn't come here, what were you doing? Just not learning very well. They they put him in the slowest group because he was too fast and got too much accomplished. Oh, boy, so we got to slow him down. Slow him down. That's like a rev limiter on a race car, for Pete's <laughs> sakes. That's like a governor on a motor. Yeah. So you're too smart, so they're going to slow you down and dumb you up a little bit, right? Not great. Oh, cool. boy. That, that is... In, in growing up, I mean, let's face it, things have changed. Growing up, um, some of the teachers I had growing up were the biggest influences in my life. Yeah. Um, uh, and, and I truly still believe there are a ton of teachers out there who really, truly believe in what they're doing. But are their hands tied? I mean, aren't they basically well, told what to teach? They are, but there are some that are refusing to do it. Some right, of, right. Some of them get fired, mm-hmm. um, and some of them go under the wire. Um, we just I just found out that there's a teacher, I don't know how many of them, but there's a, a kid who's a student at Central High School, and he's not allowed to bring his books home. And I was listening to a broadcast, and... It's encouraged not to bring their books home because they don't want their parents to see. Oh, boy. They don't That's want the parents the to see what they're learning um, because they're not learning real history. They're, not, they're still doing Common Core, which there's no problem, like I said, with that. But the implementation is not right. what it was designed to be. Yeah, back in my day, I didn't bring my books home just because I didn't do my homework. <laughs> it's a whole different deal. That's a different my deal. mom would ask, and I'd say, oh, I already got it done. Yeah. Um, okay, I just want to stray for a second here. Um, mm-hmm. Because this is something, uh, cursive writing. <laughs> I just had to bring this up. Um, should it be taught? Yes. Okay. Um, and see what it, here's where I, I don't know if I know how to cursive write anymore. I probably could, but it has been well, over 40 years for me um, because of radio. 
Radio and television, everything has to be printed because if I'm writing something and it's cursive, let's face it, if I'm going to write, say my wife writes me a commercial, a 60-second commercial in cursive, the odds are I'm going to be able to read maybe half of it Yeah, because I just can't quite, you know, um, but printing is different. But um, cursive is kind of, is it turning into a long lost art form or what? It is, but it's it affects the brain in a very different way than printing. Okay. And, and if you have any difficulties writing, it's much easier because you don't have to pick your pencil up. So you get oh, started sure. and you can write. There's you just keep on rolling. Fewer reversals. Okay. It's smoother. It's less fatigue on your hand, but it affects a different part of the brain. It's a different kind of fine motor Probably less eraser thing. work. Yeah. And things. Okay. I yeah. See, though, now these are things I never thought of. I, I, I would sit there and go, what's the big deal anyway? Yeah. At least if the kid prints, I can understand it. Might not be able to. Okay. That I'm glad you explained that to me. And, and, and I'm is, sorry I strayed there. but That's okay. Because we're working on cursive. Okay. And... Um, we have a girl in this class, too, but she wasn't able to come today. But she writes cursive all the time. Okay. Xander's writing cursive. Um, you're writing cursive. At least I'm trying to pac- practice. Yeah. Okay. I don't know a lot of cursive letters, but, um, I mean, I, I, I'm still working on the letter S. But I think I know, like, these. I think the easiest ones are maybe Y, G, Z, like yeah, lowercase Z, and... Um, Jay. So they oh, have they have the, the old fashioned practice handwriting. Yep, yep. You know, um, these guys are working on it too. Or they got the charts where you show the big and the small, or the capital and yeah. the in the small. God, it's amazing. I can remember that. I can't remember three days ago, but I can remember <laughs> fifty years ago. Um, now, I, I we talked a little bit just for a second before this, Doctor Gene, uh, about how ill prepared I was for today's show because I didn't know that David wasn't coming until yesterday afternoon, but. Um, you got a mess of stuff to talk about. Just throw out a, a subject if you want, and we'll go. Because I feel I, I do not want to stop this short because uh, you always come so prepared. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I would like to, to encourage parents to really know what's going on in their schools. And the only way to do that is to visit. Of course, when you visit, automatically things change. Mm-hmm. Um, so with the Lifestem Academy which stands for, I'm going to blank on what it says. Okay, go for it. Do you want me to do the life part? Yep. Learning Institute for Excellence. And That's uh, the part I forget once Oh, now. wow. Here, we'll give that kid a round of applause. Sci- science, technology, engineering, and math. And, and we incorporate biblical principles. Um, and not everybody's Christian that's at the school. Mm-hmm. And we incorporate history and English grammar and language and science into other courses. So if they're doing an essay or writing a report, it might be a science report, but it's in English class. Okay, okay. Or history. Um, so my concern was that students were not, are not getting what they need. And so standards are being lowered or taken away. So they don't sure. even know where they're at. Mm-hmm. They don't even get graded in some of the classes. And so... We are holding the kids to a certain standard. If they don't bring their assignments in, big trouble, guys. They get zeros. Okay. If they bring them in, we'll grade them. Yep. But they don't get a hundred percent. Okay. Okay. So there's accountability. We're doing a lot of work on character development, respect. Um, so some of the kids have been bullied. It's not allowed. No. It's simply not allowed. And that's new for them. 
Okay, so with the science, technology, engineering, and math, for example, in math, the, all the middle school kids and high school kids have a packet of 65 pages. Okay. They have to get each page right before they can move on, and there's an instructor and tutoring available. Okay. So when they get it right, they get done with the packet, they're ready for algebra. At their own speed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we just moved the one girl up because she was ahead of everybody yeah. else. I mean, that just makes so much more sense. Yeah. Um, in the public schools, if there's a behavior problem in the classroom, the students have to leave and leave the kid with the behavior problem mm-hmm. in, in there. Mm-hmm. No, we don't. We teach proper behavior. We don't wait until something happens. Sure, sure. Um, teach respect. They use, like, I'm Dr. Jean. Miss Mary, mm-hmm. you use mm-hmm. titles, there's more respect. So one of the main things is wrapping around the parents so that they know what to do. So assignments are done in school, there's tutoring available too. Then when they go home, there's assignments at home. And some of them have their own English books. Okay. Um, some of them have their own history books, and they can work in that. But they also can read what their parents want them to read, but they also get assignments like Biography of Benjamin Franklin. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Things like that. Um, And and I would think that this has just got to be happy, happy for the parents. There's no worrying about why isn't my son or daughter bringing their books home because they don't want me to see what they're reading. They can kind of dictate that a little bit. Yeah. Um, and, And But they also, I would assume, if... You know, my son, and I say, that here's the book I want you to read. I would assume then that you're probably one of the first people to find out about what he's reading at home then. Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. So they bring him in to show us because I want them reading at their grade level or above. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't want them going the easy route. Sure. Okay. Um, if there's kids that have difficulty learning, which we have three kids for sure, um, there's tutoring, there's individual help. We'll pull in a special ed teacher to do some testing and see what's going on. I can, um, I've done a lot with learning disabilities, mm-hmm. ADHD, and those kinds of things. So it's not a discipline problem. It's a figure out what's going on and help them. Um, so we call it hybrid school, which it is. In, and we have kids from Minnesota and North Dakota. Um, so it's a combination of classroom at home, field trips. They're going to go out to the Aviation Center at UND. Um, Once they get to do some fun stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Field trips. Like, coming here, right? Yeah. Yeah. You might be my next intern, kid. Watch it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, he would be a good one. (laughs) So we've had kids um, who, who said, I can't play ball. I don't know how to play ball. And one of them was put in goal. Mm -hmm. I I'm not a soccer goalie. I've yep. never. He yep. saved a goal. Yeah. And his first reaction was, "I am a soccer goalie." Yeah. Yeah. You know. It just takes time to have somebody play with them. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And so at the public schools, you don't get picked. Right. Right. You know? um, I, I just want to interrupt. Marie Stewart says my five-year-old can print and write cursive with both left and right hands. He's also dyslexic. Marie, the Minnesota Twins will be looking for pitching here in about twenty years. <laughs> so uh, remember that if he can pitch both left and right, okay. Yeah, that's, that's good. <laughs> I'm trying to answer as I can here, but and those those kids that are truly ambidextrous like mm-hmm. that are at higher risk of having learning disabilities. Oh, okay, I see. I didn't know that. I just thought they were 
you know, physically gifted would be because I'm a sports guy, you know? Yeah, they are. They okay. are. But they use both sides of the brain even equally. Okay. Oh, sure, and sure, so sure. so that causes problems when you need to read and continue mm-hmm. and, and not cross over. Right, okay. Or have words moving around or yeah. whatever. You know, when we talk, uh, Dr. Gene, about the left-right brain using both of them at the same time, and I'm, again, I'm sorry if I'm getting off track here, but no. um, during COVID, the whole mask thing, how much did that hurt education? How far, say, somebody like this, how far back, if it did, did it set them? Because, I mean, let's face it, somebody had, had texted earlier, you know, um, speech disabilities. Uh, because, yeah. you know, lip, reading lips is a lot to do with learning how to talk. And, and all of these different things, how bad did it slow down or hurt educating our, our future? It It was bad. So... It set kids back a minimum of two years. Wow. In comprehension, in speech, in um, reading, you know. Yep. Social interactions. Sure, sure. They're not there. So if you had an infant learning to interact with people and parents had masks on, they didn't learn. Right, They didn't learn facial expressions. Um, It set back high school kids far enough back that now they're dropping standards for college because yeah. they can't yeah isn't that something they can't meet them instead of bringing them up to speed because they miss so much class yeah this online doesn't work for most kids you know even um when i'm talking right here and they're in the studio you know they're a little bit bored mm-hmm. so that's what online is is listening to someone talk at you sure so now the university even the university of north dakota said we're not able to retain enough students, so we're going to make the degrees three-year degrees. Yeah, isn't that something? Now, obviously, I say obviously, nursing, engineering, yeah. you cannot do it in no, three years. And, and usually if it's a four-year degree, it takes you five. Right. You know? Right. So that's a, that's a case of getting the numbers up at the risk of losing proficiency. Mm-hmm. There aren't... Um, kids are not taking the MCATs for medical school admission. They're not taking um, the ACT, SAT in most schools in America now, universities. That so, used to, you used to have to do that. Right. So when my husband was department chair of engineering, he was so frustrated because he was teaching college students mm-hmm. pre-algebra. And they have to get all the way through calculus to be engineers. No. Now that's going to be a bigger problem. Wow. So, you know, and, and I mean, for me, I'm going to face it. I, I knew what I wanted to do when I was still in high school and I had already been accepted to school when I graduated. Um, I'm going to be honest with you, Dr. Gene, I went to school for sports. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. it. But you had to have good grades or you did not play. And that is almost getting thrown out the door now, too. Yeah. And, and I mean, it, it, there's give and take. If you want to do the extracurricular stuff, you have to do the work, and that's the way it should be. Yeah. That's the way it should always be. But um, all of this now, the whole landscape of all of this stuff is changing. Yeah, and and the standards have been lowered. So if you are being cut from the team because of academics, don't worry, we'll catch you up before the next yeah. game. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to say something? No. Okay. <laughs> no way. Mm-hmm. What are you going to say? I'm going to say that I'm surprised nobody knows me on the comments. <laughs> no one. And I even explain myself. Do you know my YouTube channel, guys? Please this put is... that in the comments because nobody knows me on the comments. 
<laughs> you should. I'm on YouTube. Go okay. on. Ah, right. boy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there is a uh, little problem with raising hands. Yeah. yeah <laughs> but we like his enthusiasm. Yeah, he, most, most kids don't, aren't like that. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. Yep, and he's usually right on with what we're talking about. Um, the sports thing, I asked my grandsons who are in high school, you know, what about the transgender, the LGBTQ, what are you being involved, seeing that? And he said, oh, they stay at this end of the hall and we stay at this end of the hall. Okay. That's not okay either. No. But um, should there be girls in sports? The refs came running out at halftime and said, the boys' team is in the girls' locker room at halftime. Okay. And the girls were playing basketball that day, too. And he said, this is not okay. And one of the people from the school said, well, it's the only option we have because the visiting team doesn't have their own locker room. Well, okay. you don't put them in with girls who are no, no. in there. And so that kind of stuff is being pushed and kept quiet and dividing families because you don't tell people. You know, you mentioned uh, kept quiet. Um, in my day... Um, I, I, in fact, I've got relatives that are gay. Uh, I have gay friends. Yeah, and me too. They don't want the whole world to know. They don't go flaunt it. They don't say, well, yeah, you know what? And, but that's what's happening. And, and I fret, especially with these parents nowadays that think they can control their child's body. Uh, oh, that really bothers me a lot. But um, it, you're molding them into what you want them to be. But are they even at that age I mean, my gosh, how many kids that age change their college degree or their, yeah. you know, they don't even know what they want to do no. yet when they grow up, let alone the fact that I want to change my gender because maybe my mom said, so. uh, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. And they, they're doing it without the parents' knowledge. Now. Yeah. Right. So they can do that without the parents' permission, but they can't go on a field trip. Yeah. Isn't that something? So it's, it's an upside down world. Um, and it's taking away from learning. Mm-hmm. So who are the leaders going to be? Yeah, exactly. Xander. Yeah. No, Xander, these guys that right. are in class that are learning and getting to ask questions. And, and do you think, I mean, the fact that you're an educator, um, people don't, there's too many people that are worried about today. I don't, I don't care about our future. I mean, who cares about these kids when they turn out to be? We're seeing more and more of that, too. There's a lot of yeah. selfishness going on. A lot of selfishness, and people who can work won't work. Right, right. Because they don't have to, because sure. someone will give them something. So we work on career development um, at this age, as well as the older kids. Mm-hmm. You know, what are your gifts? What are you good at? What, what are you passionate about? And then uh, try to get them connected with somebody sure. in that field. So we went to um, the wastewater treatment plant. Okay. Some of them went with Dr. Harvey. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's his specialty. Okay. And they didn't know anything about wastewater treatment. Sure, sure. You know, they're going to aviation. They've done um, whatever their parents come up with. They went to the art gallery. Um, whatever the parents are interested in, we tried to make mm-hmm. that. So they're part of the curriculum Right, right. Not, not all, but part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's after school and before school tutoring available for them. Um, what would your goal be, and how many students can you possibly have 
at, at one time. I mean, are, are you able to grow? And, yeah. and by oh, how much? Definitely. Because definitely. Um, I'm guessing there's still a lot of people that, that don't know about Livestem Academy yes. uh, that are probably going to be finding out more about it here soon. But um, you can, and, and are, I mean, would, you, would it be for next year? I would assume, or could yeah. they any time? Well, we have had kids start in the middle of the, in the, middle of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, it's easier. Sure. But if they're sure. in a situation that's not safe yeah. and they're not learning, they can come now. Yeah. You know. Um, the one the school in Moorhead has a hundred students. Okay. But they have a big school, so yeah. it depends on location. If okay. we can, we're looking for a bigger place. Um, we're looking for donations mm-hmm. to help us with financial um, issues because we need everything from books to space. And all your teachers are volunteers. All of them are volunteers. Okay, so why that? I mean. You're not worried about the money going to waste if you're gonna if you're gonna you know donate some money, people. All right, the teachers aren't even getting paid. Yeah, they're not getting paid. Um, there is going to be a sliding fee scale for those who can't afford it, mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. if they have more than two children. Okay, um, kind of a scholarship type thing, if you will. Yeah, yeah. sort of. Yep. Yeah, and payment plans and those sure. kinds of things. The problem is when you don't have fifty students. Mm-hmm. And you have tuition paid once a year or every month. It doesn't cover. It runs out real quick, costs. too. Yeah, it runs out fast. Wow. Yeah. So what would you like to see happen? A bigger building and 100 students? Or you think you guys will ever get that big? Like at least 80. At least 80? At least 80. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then there's a lot of people that came to meetings to, to help and to volunteer, but they didn't. Oh, sure. Yeah. So we need more commitment. Yeah, the keyboard warriors are all game for it until it comes time to show up and face yeah. um, in person. Now, um, I, I mentioned sports earlier, Dr. Gene. Now, can these kids, uh, depending on where they live, say they end up being a, a junior, the junior level in high school, can they go play sports with either yeah. the Red River Central or Sacred Heart or East Grand Forks or whatever? Yes, they can. Okay. I don't know about the private schools, but they can play sports. They can be in the band, the orchestra, okay. whatever, sure. at, at what would be their neighborhood school. Okay, okay. And and say they have to take a band trip or go something, are, you guys will cater to that? Oh, yeah. Or do you just work something out and, and everybody's happy then? Yeah, they, okay. get, they get their assignments to take home. And, you know, they're with us two full days. We would like to have three, but we have to have some salary for that. Sure, sure. Um, and so... The parents ultimately are responsible for making sure they get the hours required for okay. homeschooling. So when you talk about homeschooling, um, and there's a lot more of it going on than there ever was before, yeah. um, do you think that, well, how I can say this the right way, is everybody, do you think they're qualified to do it, to teach their child, just because they're fed up with the school system and everything? Do you think, are there kids out there that maybe don't have the right teacher at home? Oh, well, I'm sure there are. Yeah. In North Dakota, they have to have a high school degree, okay. diploma, or a GED. Okay. Um, they have to submit a form that says they're withdrawing from public school. Mm-hmm. And then there's requirement of how many hours in a year. Okay. And um, when they're in high school, they have to show that they've taken the four years of English. They've taken the okay. math requirements, the science requirements. And that's documented with a paragraph or whatever curriculum they used, uh, we just filled out for the high school students what they've done, mm-hmm. those that are taking high school classes, um, so that there's a record. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, are we missing anything? 
what else would you like to get out there? <laughs> okay. I think I listen, I listen to several videos online about education. There's a really good series called The Miseducation of American Students, and it's on Fox Nation. Every expert they had on there, educators from public school, high school, colleges, every single one of them said, get your children out of public school. Okay. They're not going to reach their potential. Yeah. Do you think a lot of this is small town compared to big city? And do, and do yeah. you think do you think that it's the same in some of these small towns, say in the Midwest here, or in a conservative part of the country? Not as bad. Okay. But yeah. Yes. yes it's At least you bad. hope you like to believe it's not as bad. There's there's I, I have patients from all over the state, Minnesota, North Dakota. Most of them in the small towns still can talk to the teachers. Right. Right. But they don't get what they used to get. Sure. They're still behind. The big cities. I wouldn't. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't um, want to go there. You know, a great story, and this is from a long time ago. I graduated high school 40 years ago. Uh, one of my best friends growing up, his his dream in life was to be a teacher. Um, he went to college, uh, got a degree from Mankato State, and took a job in, I believe, South St. Paul, somewhere down in this. Yeah, yeah. It didn't last very long. Yeah. Uh, I think he made it about three, four years he had been teaching third grade, and it was, the stories he's told me are, I can't believe it. But then the last straw was after three or four years of teaching third grade, they moved him to fourth grade. So he had the same class for two years. And um, well, for the last 30-some years, he's been driving a Coke truck. Yeah. Uh, because it was, he, he's, he was so disappointed. I mean, it crushed him to yeah. think that you know his dream his whole life ended up being that and not like he thought it was going it wasn't like where we grew up no. you know small town USA go down there to the cities but um, yeah it's a big change i have many teachers who are no many teach have them they were clients of mine very dedicated mm-hmm. and they left because they can't implement yeah. teaching the way they want to you know the kids aren't learning phonics for example no i know so how can they be expected to read at grade level? Sure, or above? sure, sure. Yeah. Wow. Um, if somebody wants to find out more about LifeStep Academy, if somebody wants to donate, if somebody wants to enroll their child or children, websites, phone numbers, any of that kind of stuff. Um, LifeStep Academy, Grand Forks, or LifeStep Academy, and then click on Grand Forks. And then they can... Um, So there's a Facebook. Uh, Amos Tarfa has a lot of information. Okay. And what phone numbers should we use? 701-739-5313. And then we've been giving people tours of the school um, off days and on days. We're, we're there with the kids Tuesdays and Fridays. Okay. If they want to see things in action. Sure. Um, so they just call up a couple of days in advance and they can get a, they can get a tour. Um, yeah. I would assume that uh, most parents would, would really want kids to be in there while they're there, but you never know. Yeah. Um, yeah. If they're that, if they are that disgruntled, with what they're what's going on with their children now, uh, maybe they don't care if there's anybody yeah. in there or not. And so, I'm doing evaluations and assessments to see where the kids should be. Okay, you, and if they have any medical or learning disabilities that are getting in the way, making referrals. 
because that's what yep. that's what I do. And uh, Jeannie, what happened that made him decide to drive a Coke truck instead of teaching? Um, I cannot say that on this show because, um, well, you were talking about porn earlier. It's got kind of something to do with that. And a third grade student, um, in fact, more than one third grade student. But uh, anyway, Life STEM Academy, Grand Forks. Uh, you've got a Facebook page. You could call 701-739-5313. Maybe you want to take a tour. Maybe you want to find out more. Maybe you want to talk to Dr. Gene or any of the staff. They're the volunteer staff. Uh, To find out more about this, you know, if if you're sick and tired of public schools and and you think you're at wit's end, uh, well, you're not. You're not. And and anything you want to add before we wrap it up here? I have been amazed at the growth in these kids. And this is January. We started in the end of August. And we did two weeks of character development, kind of stopped things, backed up a little bit, mm-hmm. reassessed, mm-hmm. and um, the respect for each other. The they're all of a sudden they're surging ahead. We've had uh, one girl who has failed classes in high school, got herself into some trouble. Now she says she loves chemistry. Okay, that's never expected. Her mom almost fainted. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> they're liking math. They're writing. So. If you want them to be the leaders of tomorrow and reach their potential, their God-given potential, this is the place to be. Wow. Um, I'm guessing we'll probably be talking to you again sometime. Okay. Um, and thank you. And, and I didn't even realize you guys are just right over here. Yeah. I did not yeah. know that. So you're basically part of the Grand Cities Mall almost. Yep. Okay. Yeah, we are. We're where the village used to be. Yep. Okay. Yep. Um, so there you go, folks. Uh, if you want to find out more about Lifestem Academy of Grand Forks, uh, just look it up. Lifestem Academy Grand Forks. Google it. Uh, they do have a Facebook page. Again, 701-739-5313. If you want to find out more, maybe take a tour. Uh, you never know. Your child could go in there. Be You think he's a second grader. And within a couple of weeks, you go, oh, no, he's really a third grader. Yep. And we got nonprofit status from North Dakota, 5013C. Okay. Awesome. So that's huge. Yes. Um, men, it was good having you in here. Thank you guys for coming, all right? Mm-hmm. I want to come again sometime. Okay. okay. Yeah. All right. We'll get you. You guys, thanks for coming, all right? Okay. Our show today, by the way, brought to you by Redemption Shield. Have you noticed the ever-alarming 400,000 cell towers that have gone up in the United States alone? How about the electronics that reside in every room of our homes and Wi-Fi that runs 24-7? 5G cell phones are carried in our pockets hours on end. Common complaints are ringing in the ear, sleep deprivation palpitations, headaches, memory loss, and so much more. Redemption Shield is on the cutting edge of offering products that protect your family from electromagnetic and microwave radiation. Start protecting yourself now. Go to redemptionshield.com and get grounded and shielded today. Use code GFBS and save 10%. Redemptionshield.com. Have you and uh, by the way, go to gfbestsource.com at the bottom of the homepage. Click the shield to order today. All right. Well, that is going to wrap it up for us here today. Uh, I tell you what, tomorrow, BT from Rumors is back. We're going to be talking about the big gig going on this weekend at uh, Rumors Sports Park Casino. Uh, it's always a blast when BT Bill Tyrell comes into the studio. We can't wait. Hey, remember, everybody, to like, share, tag, and follow us. Hit that notification bell on your smartphone. You will never, ever miss a show that way. It's pretty cool. Hey, we all know the Grand Cities are grand. And now with things like the Lifestem Academy, um, we're going to give them an identity again. Thanks for watching. We'll catch you tomorrow.